old Franzia rosé. <laughs> okay, it's good for six weeks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because it's bagged. Um, yeah, honestly, I thought that the coconut might be a little overpowering, so I'm glad it's good. No, it's a nice mix. I got coconut. Summery. Because I like that one, and then I got grapefruit, because Andrew likes grapefruit. Yes. Croy, I don't care yes, for that does. one, really. I think it's fine. I think it's overrated. Ugh. People are all about the... People love it. Pample mousse. Pample mousse. Pample mousse. Um, I was trying to do this without my glasses on, and so I fucking cranked up... <laughs> Text is like size 25. And then the next note. And then uh, let's see if I can kind five of do this. words per scroll. Okay, it's actually 18 point, but on the phone screen it looks littler. How do I? Excuse me, phone. Okay. That I looks... don't know even know how to do any of that. Oh my god. Okay, that looks fine actually. It's just littler. Yeah. If I can't read it, I'll turn it back. <laughs> I do have my glasses on now, so it's the switching that kills me. Yeah. Switching from close to far. My eyes, um, I can't focus that fast. Astigmatism. Astigmatism. <laughs> yeah. I just have very, very terrible uh, far sight. Okay. I'm very, very nearsighted. So my eyes are horrible. Yeah. But they're the same, basically. That's There's nice. no... Uh, astigmatism yeah the way face. that my lenses are shaped like the lenses of my eye make it so that i can't focus close and then focus far really quick sure i have to like do one for a while interesting <laughs> so yeah. it's really fun to try and take notes and then look up at the tv screen or whatever like in class yeah I, it would kill me because yeah. i like couldn't do it fast enough and so then i just learned to watch the screen and just type because mm. I couldn't switch back fast enough. But then sometimes I would be like, what did I type? Yeah. <laughs> I can't even read that. Oh. I've never been that talented at typing. So We had to do the thing in my computer class. There was like a plastic orange cover that went over the keys. And it, it was like this rubbery, you could like, it, like really thin silicone. And it went over the keys and it covered them. And then you had to, like, do these typing drills while the keys were covered. So you couldn't look at them. Uh-huh. So it was like you can't watch your hands while you're doing it. Interesting. They wanted you to have, like, proper form. We had typing drills and we had typing class. Yeah. But the teacher didn't really pay much attention. So I just, like, typed with my... Typed however you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I was still pretty fast, but... Yeah. You know, fast enough to, to not, like, draw attention to myself. Right, Yeah. <laughs> Type in with, like, four fingers. Yeah. It was always embarrassing when I, I was like, okay, I cannot get it. So I'd have to, like, pull off the cover and be like, there's the J, whatever. <laughs> um, but I, it's it's a good skill, but you definitely can get by without it. Like, yeah. Who needs it now? We just do everything on, on our phones. Right. And there's autocorrect and spell check and emojis. Also emojis, also <laughs> gifts. You just send a gif with whatever you think about yes. what your boss said. <laughs> um, you know, uh, welcome to typing and <laughs> eyesight talk. Oh Op- my god! Op- optometrists, optometrists, and typists delight, delight. <laughs> um, turn on d- the delight. Um, this is Shades of Grey's a dark and twisty podcast. I'm Bethany. And I'm Katie. We're here talking about Grey's Anatomy most weeks. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been taking more breaks than usual lately, but yeah, you, you know, sometimes life comes up, yeah. and uh, and you know, we're not like famous or anything yet. So. Also, quite literally, no one is paying us. We don't have a sponsor, so I feel like it'd be different if we had money in our pocket. Franzia LaCroix, reach out to us at any point in time. Article, if you want to give us free couches, that would be great. That's a huge jump from where I was going with it, but yes. Well, the reason I say that is because we would like a different couch, and I have been looking through article.com thanks to hearing about it on a podcast, so... Ah, yes. And also, I did buy a mattress with a podcast promo code. Yes, you did. And you love that mattress. No regrets. It yes. is great. Casper. Um, our podcaster's here, Jada. Yeah, you might hear her jingling and playing wildly with the toy right now. <laughs> yeah. She greeted Katie with her nose up Katie's skirt. Yep, I'm wearing a skirt, and Jada went. Up under there. Jada's that was fun. Really into that for some reason. Um, <laughs> so we're working on season two, episode seven. Episode seven. Something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk, talk about. Bonnie Raitt. Yes. And also, an, it's a movie with Julia Roberts and Dennis Quaid and from 1995. Oh which my is God. What came up in the Google search along with the Bonnie Raitt song? The Google search. Search. Google um, search. Well, I only looked at the song, but when I went to the YouTube, um, like the music video, mm-hmm. a lot of the comments were like, Britney Spears brought me here. Like, are, you know, like. Like this up if you hear from Britney Spears. And they were all from 11 months ago. And it was like, Britney oh. killed this at her whatever performance. Oh, so she must have. She done did it a at... performance of it and then cool. maybe told people to go look at it her up. Vegas, or... Her Vegas show, maybe. Yeah, which I think it's a really good song for Britney. It's like, all right, if I'm going to, if everybody's going to have their eyes on me in the center of a ring, just like a circus, yeah. then, then let's give them something to talk about. Like, then she's so lucky. She's a she's star. A star. <laughs> God, I love her so much. Also, if you guys don't know about Britney Spears' Instagram, it's fucking incredible. She's very good at it. Like, oh my God, it's so cheesy and so good. If someone is good at Instagram, it's Britney Spears. Yeah. And she's not like selling gummy bear hair. She's not like, no, no, she just like, Oh my god, she does like videos where she like is pretending to scare her boys and then her boys will like do it back and then she's like, oh, Jaden. Like it's so <laughs> so stage. And she'll randomly like slow-mo a video of her getting pushed out of a pool. Like Yeah. She does a lot of um, little fashion shows where she just like quickly turns. I love the fashion shows. Oh my god! And a lot of like photos with her dancers, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And I wonder, like, you know, some of those people have probably been working with her for a while. Like, oh, I'm sure. Not that your career is super long as a professional dancer, but like, I bet it's pretty important to her who she keeps around. Yeah, like, probably a lot of loyalty in that industry, yeah. dude. It's anyway. Yeah. This is not the Britney Spears Instagram podcast, although that is a cool idea. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> Don't steal it. It's ours. Hey, we called it <laughs> dibs. Okay, so something to talk about uh, by Bonnie Raitt. So if you remember, we recently had a moment with um, Meredith and Derek. Yeah. And Meredith had asked him to choose her, to pick her, to love her. To love her. 
And he did it. Nope. He picked Addison. He picked Addison, but he kind of didn't choose. Like, he didn't want to choose. He kind of let it just happen. Which is so shitty. It's so bad. Ugh. Uh, Bailey kind of has a little chat with him in this yeah, she episode that's really nice. Yeah. And kind of lays things straight for him. Yeah. But anyway, so <laughs> people have been talking people about, talking Meredith, about Meredith. And that's kind of the is everybody whole knows thing. her business. It's just really shitty mm-hmm. and it's bad. So, yeah. She is driving to work in her blue Jeep. Yep, after well, she's in bed first. Like oh. it kind of shows her laying in bed but not sleeping. Like she's Okay. not slept all night maybe. Yeah, honey. And then driving to work. Yep. Um, the voiceover is all about communication and talking. Gotta communicate. Um, and then we are in the locker room and all these (laughs) non-named interns. Yeah, interns we've never really seen. There's the one girl who, um, we've seen a couple times, most notably when Meredith was looking for roommates. Oh. And she was in, she interviewed her. That was one of okay. So one of them. So there are some like we like don't know, yeah. but we kind of maybe know their face. There's some continuation. Okay. Of characters, but yeah, they're all talking because everybody knows about Meredith and Derek, and they're gossiping. And yeah, everybody in the locker room is like, "Did you hear?" And then it's this juicy detail and that juicy detail, and like yeah, and they're just like, "Oh, she's getting what she." Asked for dating an intern or uh, attending. attending. And, yeah, they're very yeah. judgmental. And Meredith is just Super on the other judgy. side of the lockers. Yeah. Oh, it's just like. It's a cringy, like middle school sort of detail. Like people are talking sucks. about you and you're right on the other side. Of but the you can't door. really call them out because like maybe they're right. You're thinking. And like, why would you want to? Because that's just embarrassing. Right. You don't want to have another like freak out. Oh, poor baby. So that's the locker room. And then we are in marriage counseling <laughs> with Derek and Addison. Yes. So the voiceover had just said something about um, the older we get and we can actually talk better, uh, the harder it is to find the words to ask for what we really need. And da da da, here we are in the therapist's office. Marriage counseling. Um, (laughs) Addison really wants Derek to come back to New York. She wants to go back there. She wants him to come with. She thinks that's where his life is. He feels like he's really changed and he wants to stay in Seattle. My life is different (laughs) now. Yeah. Yeah. Addison is wearing this dark brown blouse that's really nice um, with like a booby keyhole. Yeah. Like in the middle. Yeah, totally. Um, And Addison also wants Derek to stop talking to Meredith. Yes. Which is her other big thing. Because the therapist is asking, like, what do you need to make this marriage work? Or, like, Mm. what do you need from your partner, basically? And Derek says that he needs Addison to move to Seattle. Mm -hmm. And Addison says, I need you to stop talking to Meredith. Which it feels like neither of them are going to be able to do either of those things. Yes. (laughs) They are at an impasse. Um, They're talking over each other while the therapist... He's not trying to interrupt, but they just... they. They're not listening. Like, they're not communicating well. Yeah, yeah. Derek um, 
He's talking about, oh, he's changed. He wants to stay in Seattle. He's not the same person that he was in New York. And Addison is like, I know, you're a flannel-wearing, wood-chopping fisherman. I get it. I get it, yeah. <laughs> Which kind of true. Like, that's kind of how he's he is now. He's definitely changed his lifestyle mm-hmm. as far as, like, living quarters and, like, probably what he does with his free time. Like, yeah. And it is it is that quintessential, like, city mouse, country mouse. Like, yeah. from Manhattan to, like, middle <laughs> of nowhere Seattle, you know? It's, it's a big change yeah. from their presumably beautiful Manhattan apartment to the... Uh, a trailer. <laughs> tiny trailer. In the woods. In the middle yeah. of nowhere. Yeah. Um, Derek is, is wearing this really nice gray sweater that I think looks really good on him. Ooh. Like, he looks nice I at love the beginning a of this episode. thick knit. Yeah. Yeah. Thick knit. It's kind of pushed up on the arms. Nice. You know. Yeah. It looks good. Um, we are at Seattle Grace, and Christina and George are at the nurse's station, and Christina's yawning, and... <laughs> George is saying we need to do something because everyone's talking about Meredith. We have to stop it. It feels bad. I just want to say one more thing about therapy. They're in the middle of like talking over each other and a bell dings like what you would do for service if no one was at a counter. Oh, yeah. And the therapist is like, well, that's all the time we have. And I saw (laughs) therapists do it like that. But I think a lot of times they're pretty good at tapering off a session or saying like, we got to a really good place today. Unfortunately, we have to stop. Like, Yeah, something not so abrupt. And, yeah. Like, and, uh, you guys are almost yelling at each other. Let's, let's end it for today. Get out in the parking lot. Yeah. Um, and also, so I have several nieces and nephews, but um, my niece, who's three and a half, has... I'm thinking about, like, the older you get, the harder it is to communicate. You right. Know? And so she's like... She's pretty little, mm-hmm. and um, right now, whenever there's something going on she doesn't want to be a part of, or she wants to change activities, or she's in trouble, she says, I can't be happy. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, it's so true when you're three and a half. You're like, I can't be happy unless I can do something else. Yeah. Like, it's dramatic, and it's a lot, but I'm sure it feels really true. Yeah, and your, your life is so small and so extreme when yeah. you are that small. Yeah, like I there's just, only these few things that really make up your <laughs> yeah. world. And in those few words, she can like communicate. This is yeah. I can't be happy. I can't. I can't be happy. I can't I be just happy. Can't. Oh, I just love her so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Christina and Izzy aren't really that concerned about Meredith and, like, everybody's staring at her. Yeah, George was saying how, oh, she's like an exhibit in a zoo and... Yeah. Uh, George also points out this could easily be Christina. Yes. Which Christina is like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, because Christina's kind of laughing. Yeah. And then they're like, George, you know, we're doing something to cheer up Meredith. Don't you worry about it. Yeah. We got it. Christina and Izzy have something kind of secret. Which is fun. Something up their sleeve that they have to cheer Meredith up. And George is eating a banana. I just wanted to point out. Yeah. He just, he likes to eat things. Yeah. When they're standing around the nurse's station. Um, Bailey comes up when she asks where Karev is. Nobody has an answer. They're yeah. going to start rounds. But after rounds, um, Christina and Izzy want to show Meredith something. Well, wait. After, oh. well, when Bailey asks where Karev is, Christy, or, uh, Izzy is very pointed about oh. um, probably off somewhere not kissing someone. <laughs> Is he so salty about that? Uh, she really wanted him to kiss her. She yeah. wore a dress, people. She shaved her legs. 
That being and he said, couldn't even kiss her. You don't owe anybody any <laughs> physical contact you don't feel comfortable with, no. no matter how much money or time or effort they spent on the date with you. <laughs> no. Nope. We know. We, we know. know. It's just as... Izzy doesn't know. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that was... Yeah, they kind of grab Meredith, though. They're gonna... They kind of shoo her aside, but she's mm-hmm. not really responding when they're like, we have something really cool. Yeah, she she's looks really like dazed. out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then because she didn't sleep very well. She watches Derek and Addison come out of an elevator. They're still arguing. It's like they've been yelling at each other the whole way from the therapist. You hear the phrase, give it a chance. And I did give it a chance. He's a moron. (laughs) So uh, you can tell Derek isn't super happy with their counselor. Yeah, Meredith is just kind of staring after them. Um, You get a better shot of Derek with his nice sweater with the sleeves pushed up. Dang, I totally missed this one. It's just like a really quick, you'll have to. It's really good. Um, (laughs) And it's really good in contrast with something that he wears at the end of the episode, which I will also talk about, which is not as good. Okay. Um, Yeah, so they walk past, some more dudes walk past them that are chatting about Meredith also, and Christina tells them to mind their own business. And kind of grabs Meredith and keeps her moving. Yeah, they're she was like frozen. Izzy and Christina are very good um, defenders of their friend, and mm-hmm. they're doing a lot of creating space for her and just like kind of being her bodyguard. Yeah, which is really it's nice. very nice. Yeah. Um, now we are in Mrs. Kimberly Griswold's room. She has had a lot of heart surgeries. <laughs> she has. She is applying lipstick. In her hospital bed, she's got fancy red nails. She seems very, like, upper class. Well-to-do. Sophisticated. She does have a pretty long history of heart disease. She's had, like, four, I think, operations up until now, and this will be her fifth. Yeah, and she's going to have a beating heart quadruple cabbage. Mm-hmm. Correct. I did. I wrote down cabbage. Yeah, cabbage. <laughs> C-A-B-G. Um... Karev comes in late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bailey and Burke and then all the interns are there uh, yep. once Karev shows up. And Mr. Griswold, who is kind of walking around putting her things away. Yeah, he's kind of like busybodying, but he looks real nervous. Like, Yeah, like kind of a quiet, like... It's not like a strong... I am doing this because I know where to go. It's just like, yeah, uh, 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 kind of the uh, background. Yeah. yeah. And so Burke starts quizzing, you know, why do we keep the heart beating, Yang? Mm-hmm. He's asking Christina specifically because she um, was telling everyone. She was presenting. She was presenting. Yeah. What was going on. And um, she kind of gives Izzy a weird look <laughs> and is like, I don't know. <laughs> In a very uh, not convincing way. And Bailey is fucking livid. Bailey and Burke both are like, what? Oh, (laughs) I don't know. You what? Yeah. (laughs) And also, generally not a great thing to say in front of people. A patient? (laughs) (laughs) Even anything else, like if you are in retail, if you're in service going, hmm, I don't know. It's not great. It's great to be like... I'm not sure. Please let me check on that for you. Or like, I will go ask. That's a good question. Uh, also, great <laughs> options. But Christina goes, I don't know. Because and she then, gets a look yeah, from Izzy. They kind of turned to Izzy, and Izzy also is like, oh, I don't know either. Um, and Meredith <laughs> is very confused at this point. She's like, She's like, like what's well, because? It's because, uh, and then they kick her. And she's like, oh. <laughs> So she doesn't know either. Um, and Alex does know. He starts to answer. Yeah. But Burke 
cuts him right off says, and turns to O'Malley. Yeah. He's like, I no, was asking I O'Malley. O'Malley. Yeah. And Karev is like, but I know the answer. Like, yeah. he kind of tries to, like, come on, you know? Yeah. But George gets it. Um, He's and... kind of giving the, the ladies a weird look. As they, uh... Yeah, he doesn't know why they said they didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, that was weird. Hasn't quite connected it yet, no. but... But he's on the case. He's on the case. He, he gets the chart. He gets it. Um, Karev excuses himself mm-hmm. in that time, and, yeah, George gets um, Mrs. Griswold as the patient. Yeah. Who you see in the background in a very fancy-looking nightgown, um, and her husband is hanging stuff up. Yep. More pajamas and stuff. Yeah, some, like, real fancy... It's always red silk pajamas. Yeah, right? that the rich people wear. Yeah. Mackie, the chief. <laughs> Maybe it's the same, the same pajamas, and they're just always. I don't think it is. I but. don't think it is because somebody's was patterned along the yeah. way. But I like. There must be something like within one of the writers that's like, I know what fancy people do. Wear red silk pajamas. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so classy. Um, so Alex is whining. He thinks Burke is punishing him. Yeah, because he's of the elevator to thing. Bailey. Oh, it isn't fair. Right outside the patient room. Yeah. And it's like, okay, it doesn't have to be fair. Right. And then Bailey's like, actually, you're getting punished because you were late for rounds. Right. Why were you late? Yeah, and he won't tell her. He doesn't say why, which is kind of weird. It is weird. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? And then he gets assigned to Shepard's nerve case. Which mm-hmm. I thought was funny because he's getting on Bailey's nerves. <laughs> she doesn't say that. <laughs> I put nerve in case. Yeah. <laughs> um, Izzy, Christy, and Meredith are kind of whispering to each other while they're walking behind Bailey or standing behind Bailey. Yeah. And Bailey turns to them and she's she's mad. She's mad. She yells at them. She does. She tells them never to embarrass her again in front of her attending. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, I think you are supposed to probably, like, prepare for that stuff before you show up. So I bet she, she was knows they know. Yeah. But she can't be like, why? Yeah. Right. She's very professional about it. Yeah. But she's mad. <laughs> she got embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So um, Meredith wants to know what's up. She's like, yeah, okay. they're kind of walking down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and Izzy and Christina let it spill that they have borrowed a slash case. stole <laughs> a case from Psych. They uh, say it's the coolest medical mystery. And then when they get to the door, they're like, do you want to risk everything? <laughs> like, risk your career. So dramatic. For the coolest medical mystery ever. And she says, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, she's up for it. She I think up she's a little bit. like really ready for a distraction. Mm-hmm. Ready to get back to feeling normal. And that is what they are about to give her, a distraction. So then we see Mr. Herman. He says, yes. please call me Shane. He's kind of turned away yep. from us, um, struggling to stand. He seems very exhausted, and he's saying that he has to pee again. Like, he's yeah. got to go to the bathroom again. Yeah. He's got a very uh, strong Midwestern accent. Yeah. That was interesting. <laughs> and Meredith is kind of whispering. She goes, it's just a guy. And they go, Wait for it. Wait for it. She goes, what's so special? <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, yeah, he uh, turns around uh-oh. and um, he's he's been saying, oh, like, the guys in psych, like, didn't listen to me. They thought I was nuts. They thought I was crazy. And I'm not crazy. I'm just pregnant. And then he Ba-bam! turns. It's the pregnant the dude. Oh, my gosh. And then we get the credits. Yeah. 
It's really good. Yeah. I The second I saw the guy's face, I was like, I know exactly who that is. Oh, yeah. Also, the moment I saw Kimberly's husband's face, I knew who that was. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember that case. It's funny. I don't really remember her, but I remember mm-hmm. him. And then, yeah. yeah, Shane's case is very memorable, the pregnant man. Yes, it is. So. It's memorable for all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get the credits. And then we are back in Shane's room. And Christina and Meredith and Izzy are kind of helping him back into the bed. Yeah. Um, and he's talking about how his doctor back home had told him that he was just getting fat with his wife because his wife is also pregnant. Yeah, like a sympathetic weight gain kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Um, and then he got shipped off to psych without a really thorough exam. Yeah, and Izzy is listening at his belly and she's like, there's something in there. It's not just fluid. Like, she's yeah. very interested or excited about that. Because and he's like, well, yeah, there's something in there. I'm pregnant. <laughs> yeah. He, he feels like, well, duh. And yeah. then um, a nurse walks by and mm, is like. Well, first, oh, before she walks by, he says that he can prove it. And then he oh. kind of goes to do something. Or he's he starts to do something. And then the nurse. Yes. A nurse who we've seen a few times, I think. Like, she seems kind of a higher up, like a head nurse. Yeah. Um. Debbie, I think we find out her name is later. Yeah, she walks by and kind of like doubles back and mm-hmm. is like, "This room is supposed to be empty. Like, whose patient is this?" And um, she doesn't have the paperwork. Like, where's the transfer forms? And Christina kind of blames the crowded system, but then also is very dismissive. Ooh, and she says, "Well, if we need a bedpan change, we'll call, we'll call you." Oof. And ooh, Nurse Debbie is. Not happy about that. She gets kind of this look on her face like, okay, you do that, doctor. That sounds great for uh-huh. you. Yeah. yeah. And then that's when Meredith realizes that they don't have Shane's chart. She's yeah, like, where's the chart? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Christina and Izzy kind of point at each other like, you should have, you were supposed to get it. No, I was on lookout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, kind of a <laughs> slapstick sort of comedic yeah. thing. So they stole the guy, but not the chart, yeah. which is very important. So they go to get the chart. Um, Meredith knocks on the little window to the psych, <laughs> I don't know, chart room? Yeah, it's sort of... Office? It looks like maybe like a nurse's station, but then they just have the walls there? Or yeah, a there's kind of like a little slide. Maybe since it's like a separate... The psych unit is very separate, typically. Yeah. And they have notices on the wall, like, no sharp objects, mm-hmm. no shoelaces. I don't know a little more security, maybe. Yeah. And she knocks in the, the psych intern, who we've seen before. Yes. We um, have seen him before, um, but we don't know his name. Nope. And neither does Meredith. No, she does not. <laughs> she's, she's kind of trying to flirt with him to distract him, and he is not... Not really having for it. it. Yeah. He's like, you don't even know my name. Or do you even know my name? She's like, yeah. And then he covers up his name yeah. badge. Yeah. She's like, I don't have to know your name like to talk to you. And Izzy, Can we be friends? Izzy and Christina are behind him stealing the chart like from the through the doorway yeah. of the window. Very yeah. sneakily. Um, and after they get the chart, he's still talking to Meredith and he's like, Well, I thought you only talked to attendings and then oh. closes the window. But do you know what? She doesn't even really make a face. Like, no. she just lets him have that one because she yeah. got what she wanted. And, yeah. like. And she's good about being professional. Yeah. With that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, she is good with the no expression <laughs> yeah. face. Yeah. She doesn't retort. She just, that's kind of the end of mm-hmm. that scene. So, um, 
So then we are with a patient named Nicole um, who has some leg spasms. Um, she is in a wheelchair. She's she looks she looks very young, but yes. she is eighteen. Yeah. Um, she's got like thick bangs and stuff that look like her mom cut them. Yeah. And her mom is kind of fussing with her clothes. When they come in, um, yeah, when or when we see them, when she, when Nicole is asked a direct question, she defers to her mom. Yeah, Derek is kind of explaining things and asking her questions, and Alex is there too. Um, her mom is like, "Oh, the spasms make her legs dance." Yeah, uh, the dad wants things to just be easier for her. Yeah, it says um, they, you know, we wanted to make things easier for her. Now, yeah. Nicole wanted things to be easier for Nicole. Yeah. Like, the, the word choice is very specific there um, because it is very focused on the parents here. So Yes. Um, she's apparently, gonna, she's starting college soon, uh, very close to their house, like, yeah. right down the street from where she's they live. She's going to community college, which absolutely no shade to community college. No. It just is that the whole point of this story is that her parents run her lives. Yeah. Run her life, sorry. And, and they want her close to home and... And he, her dad says, like, not that she couldn't have had her choice of other schools, but because right. this one is, she just isn't ready to leave home, is what they're saying. Yeah, and and while they're yeah. talking, Nicole is kind of looking at Alex, <laughs> yeah, ogling him shy. a little bit. Yeah, she's definitely not like doing anything <laughs> crazy forward, but Alex no. catches it yeah. and. Um, yeah. She's kind of goofy. Her mom, yeah, said she, oh, well, she wasn't ready for, you know, state college or whatever. And yeah, she's not ready to leave home yet. Um, and then Derek gets down to Nicole's level. He sits yes. in front of her and he talks directly to her. Yes. About a procedure. Um, do, does he say, like, specifically, it's like... A cystoplasty. A cystoplasty, mm-hmm. which is not what... She had come in for. She had come in for some pain management to keep yeah. her legs from dancing or whatever. Yeah, um, a nerve thing. A nerve thing. Yeah. yeah. It, and that's what she's in for, but she had been talked to by a doctor previously about this cystoplasty. Cystoplasty. Which um, would help her so that she could urinate on her own. Yeah, um, she would, without a catheter. She wouldn't need a catheter all the time. She could control her own bladder. Yeah, so it would enlarge the bladder and create a stoma, which is mm-hmm. um, just a hole. So yep. um, the parents are talking to each other, not to Nicole. Um, yes. And Derek is saying, oh, like, you could control your own bladder. You could have a normal life like normal girls your age. Um, you could have a normal sex life, which and then it gets everyone kind of really <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Nicole looks at Alex. Yeah, in that moment, <laughs> and Derek's kind of like, "Well, when that, you know, when, when that the comes, time up, comes, yeah, he's which he's is, good about it. Like he he, he, he handles so it very is. well. <laughs> yeah, because he it's clear like that was not ever on the table before. Yeah, but it is a reality of she life. She is eighteen. She's yeah. going to college. Yeah, she's an adult. Like she the, should have. Options yeah. for a normal. So when you have a catheter, what is the bag called? Um, it's a good question. I don't know. Okay, I know it's like the most boring thing to hear about other people's dreams, but I had a dream that I had one of those bags. Mm-hmm. It's not a colostomy bag. That's the one with no, poop. Like um, a catheter bag or something. I don't know. 
Derek really wants for Alex to take Nicole with him all day. Yes, they're they're walking in the hall after talking to Nicole and her parents. Um, yeah, she, he Alex is saying how oh she's never gonna agree to this. She yeah. and her mom share the same mind. Like she yeah. will only do what her mom says. Um, and Derek is Derek kind of has an idea like have Alex take her everywhere that he goes. Take her for coffee. Take her for the labs. Just get her away from get the her parents. From, get her away from the parents. She's a teenager, and she thinks that Alex is cute. So, so perfect. Yeah, Alex isn't super excited about babysitting wheelchair chick. Which is horrible. It's, her name is Nicole. It's it's a very Alex thing to say, but he says it so half-heartedly that it's like, you don't even believe him anymore with his <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. It's like he's trying too hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, Derek... Is like, no, don't convince her to do the surgery. Convince her to make the decision for herself. Yes. So. Yeah. Because any other way would be a little unethical. <laughs> um, Agreed. <laughs> Have you watched that YouTube, that documentary on Netflix about medical devices? No. Did you finally watch yeah, it? Yeah. I watched it today. It's intense. Yeah. It's like. It keeps coming up and it kind of worries me. I don't know. I it's, don't know if I want to. It's good. Um, yeah. yeah, so they follow a couple of different people's stories who've had medical devices implanted, mm-hmm. and some of them have had them removed since, but um, everybody had and has complications, and okay. there's one medical device that, like, a lot of people found support in a Facebook group from, Okay. and um, they, like, have come together and, like, lobbied um, lawmakers together, like, and there's, like, one person that had a medical device that is a doctor, and so then when he sees his same symptoms in patients, mm. he's like, hey, you might want to look at this thing. Like, Yeah. Um, but he, everybody is like, kind of passes the buck on whose job it is to regulate these medical devices. And it's yeah. like, well, the manufacturers should be doing it. Well, the, the whoever should be doing it. And so like, no one is. Yeah, taking the. Taking the blame. And yeah. one of them, one of the stats was like. You know, the lawsuits cost this company $30 million, and they made, like, triple-digit billion dollars Mm -hmm. in profits. So, like, it's not worth it for them to care, which is fucking crazy. Like, so, and I mean, I have a medical device implanted, and so it's something to think about. Like, they, at the end, they kind of have tips, like, ask your doctor how many times they've done the procedure, ask, you know, how long this thing has been on the market. Like, mm-hmm. the newest thing might not be the best thing. It's kind of, like, the warning. Yeah, you haven't seen enough of how it works. and Well, and the the one, one of the main medical devices they talk about is a lifelong implant, but the, they only followed, followed the study participants for 18 months. Yeah. And so it's like, we don't know what happens to it after five years or ten years. Like, right. And then these women are having these horrible complications. Oh, my God. It's really good. Would recommend. <laughs> and, you know, with anything like that, it's, there's two sides. Yeah. But in this, it definitely feels like the underdog has the voice because we mm-hmm. already know what those corporations have to say. Like, right. Yeah. That's all we ever hear. So. Um, yeah. What is it called? Bro- Shit. Black Mirror? Um, broken? It's not Black Mirror. <laughs> if that's what you watched, that's a different thing. <laughs> no, I didn't watch Black Mirror. Oh, my God. I don't think you'd like Black Mirror. Because it's kind of scary sometimes. Mm. Medical devices. The Bleeding Edge. The Bleeding Edge. Yeah. Um, 
Highly recommended by Bethany. Yeah, I'd recommend Katie it. has not watched it yet. Do you want to do a Netflix rec while we're here? <laughs> um, actually, I was going to talk about a Netflix show later on. Oh. That comes up. Not necessarily a recommendation, but. All right. Well, we'll get there. We'll, yeah. Teaser. Yeah. Um, so then we have Burke talking to Mrs. Griswold, our heart patient. Yes. George is there. Um, her husband is rushing around again, and she's kind of complaining about how the room is... She liked her other room her better. Other, her last room was a lot bigger, and she's just kind of whining while Burke is explaining this procedure. Yeah. So he's just kind of talking, and she's also complaining. Ordering her husband around and complaining. Her water's too warm. She needs more ice. And he's, like, digging in the ice. And Alan, open the blinds. And then um, she, like, shields her eyes from the sun that comes in. It's just, like, <laughs> she she can't she can't be happy. She can't. She's just fussing. Um, and after Burke is kind of done talking, him and George are off to the side, and George is thanking him for choosing him. He's like, thank you for yeah. picking me. And he says, you're my guy, O'Malley. Yeah, it's real, real sweet. Um, you, Kimberly's still fussing in the background. Like, get my hand sanitizer. Hospitals <laughs> are dirty. Uh, or germy or something. Yeah. And then outside the patient room, George is like, ugh, like, why would you be with somebody that makes you so unhappy like that? Yeah. And Burke is kind of like, what? Like, he's <laughs> not, really, not really Yeah, because, you know, he's not that concerned with, like, what the patients are doing with no. their personal time. No. no, Burke isn't very into the patients' lives. <laughs> he doesn't concern himself very much with who patients are. He's a little bit more of the... He's more focused on the procedure. The procedure guy. Um, as we've seen before. Yeah. And so... George continues to talk about being unhappy, and he goes, you know, like, you're happy with Christina. Yeah, you're happy with Christina, and Christina's happy, or well, happier, well, Christina happy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he, oh my god, Burke yep, is since you started... Uncomfortable. And, oh god. <laughs> Just the second he started talking, I was like, George, no! No, George! Don't do it! <laughs> and finally, George is like, okay, scans, I'm on it. I'm your guy, and Burke is just, Burke just walks staring away. at him yeah. and walks away. Yeah, yeah, and then George mutters, "I'm an idiot," which is <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. Because clearly, Burke doesn't want to be talking about that. Very clearly. Oh my yes. god, it's so uncomfortable. Oh, it's good though. Mm-hmm. It's just really you're like, oh, oh honey, oh honey. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Um, so then Izzy, Christina, and Meredith are looking over the chart they've stolen for Shane. Yep, they're looking at his his chart. Uh, Christina has this giant silver hair clip. It's across, <laughs> yeah. it's like across the entire back of her head. It's just like a really long clip. Yeah. And her hair is like in a half ponytail. But it seriously goes like all the way oh. across the back of her head. It's like a headband she it's shifted. Just, it's just huge. <laughs> um... And Derek walks up and, like, stops them. Yeah. And he wants to talk to Meredith. And Izzy hides the chart as he comes right up. Izzy hides the chart, but then they kind of figure out why he is walking up, you know? Yes, yes. He's not interested in that. He no. doesn't care. He just wants Meredith. He, he thought maybe they could talk. Yeah. And Izzy and Christina look <laughs> at each other and just in, like, unison, they're like, No. No. <laughs> oh, I was hoping we could do that together. No. <laughs> uh, and they grab her and they just walk past. and Yeah. They sad Meredith face. Kind of look back at him like, oh. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. She's I like all forlorn, but they are doing the right thing. They're yeah. keeping her She doesn't want to talk to him. No. She just is sad. You, right. 
Yeah. And she gets to be sad, and yeah. she doesn't have to do that with him around. Yeah, totally. Right. He just, he's just going to make it worse. Exactly. Um, Alex is pushing Nicole around. Nicole is like, hey, how'd you, what'd you do to get stuck with me? Baby. And he tries to not be nice and lie, but then he's like, well, I was late for rounds. And Alex tries to chase down Izzy. Um, well, she she asks him why, she, why he was late for rounds, and he just ignores it. Oh. Um, and, or he says that he had things to do, but then he sees Izzy yeah. across the way and yells, Izzy, and runs after her, he's like pushing, pushing the wheelchair. Yeah, he's like flying. And they're kind of, um, Christina, Izzy, and Meredith are kind of rounding a corner, and but very obviously ignoring him. He persists, and then he yells, hey, doll face. Which definitely, he knew that that was going to get her to turn around. Right. Yeah. To get a reaction. Unfortunately. Um, and she she turns around. Meredith and Christina, there's a difference between how they were kind of acting with Meredith. Yes. As opposed to with Izzy, because Izzy kind of is like, I got this. Right. And so they keep walking and they leave and she waits She's and turns around. She's got the anger. Meredith She's, just has the sad right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. She's got this. She doesn't need the girls to stand up for her at the mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, she turns back to him very angry and is like, no, no. No. Like, He's like, well, yeah, I was just going to ask a favor since, you know, you're better with people. And she's like, no. No. No, no yeah. favors. You're a broken record. You're only ever nice when it's convenient. Like, mm-hmm. which is true. Yes. Seemingly. And he's like, what's up with you? Like, <laughs> Like, yeah. he doesn't fucking know. Like, what? Why are you acting like this? Oh. <laughs> she talks about her hair and her dress. And she had one night off in two weeks and I used it on you. Yeah. That he has given her no respect, no apology. Couldn't even be bothered to kiss me goodnight. Yeah. And then she kind of catches herself like, oh, like that was kind of the real thing. Like Yeah. She... Oops, I gave away the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, you're a coward and you're just as shallow as you seem. Yep. Which she's done trying to be his friend harsh. or whatever. Yeah. She's over it. And then she walks away. And we get a kind of a comedic music in the background <laughs> and pan down to Nicole's face. And she's like, wow, she's really mad at you. <laughs> oh, Nicole. Okay. So Izzy comes into Shane's room where Meredith and Christina already have arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, Meredith is telling Shane that they just need a urine sample now. Yep. Christina is talking with his wife, Tina, who is now there. Um, yeah. Who's very pregnant. She, oh, boy, is she pregnant. Yeah. she <laughs> Her stomach is as big as Shane's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Meredith asks a very typical question straight from the questionnaire. Mm-hmm. says, can you tell us what precipitated the psychotic episode that got you admitted to the hospital? Yes. She's kind of looking at the... Her clipboard as she's saying that Shane's coming out of the bathroom with a full cup of urine. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, it wasn't an episode. Like, I, I'm pregnant. Um, wouldn't you like freak, freak out, out if you... Yeah, he's kind of looking yeah. for something that he knows that the wife brought in her bag. Yeah, he asks her if she brought it. it um, yeah. And she hands him what we see is a pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's dipping it into the urine... But then as he's doing this, the <laughs> psych doctor is bursting in. It's my patient. And Christina's like, fight me for it. Like, I'll win. <laughs> and Bailey hears this Uh-oh. kerfuffle. Um, 
and comes in like, what's going on? And She's Christina pissed. immediately tries to appeal to Bailey, like, just look at this. And come on. Like, yeah. obviously, this is Of course, is a it's surgical. a surgical case. And Psych is saying, no, it's a male hysterical pregnancy. Obviously, it's Psych. It's psych. And Christina's saying, no, it's surgery. Psych. psych. Surgery. Yes. Yeah. Psych. <laughs> surgery. And, and Izzy's going, guys. Yeah, she kind of looks over <laughs> at the test, which has been dipped in his urine. Yeah. Um, and it has turned blue while they've been sitting there. It's a positive pregnancy test. She's like, he's pregnant. Um, and, and Bailey. So, so Bailey's like, well, now it's surgical. <laughs> uh, it's, it's definitely a surgical case now. So That's, All right. It's ours. Sorry. Um, and then there are cameras in the room. Yes. Back in Shane's room. He's laying down now. Addison is examining him. Someone is taking pictures. It's a bunch of other people have arrived. It's getting a little crazy. And Bailey says, you know, I don't condone stealing patients, but way to go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Addison tells him that he's definitely not pregnant. Right. Obviously. So we're going to figure something, you know, we're going to do a full workup and... Yeah, so she walks out because it's not her. She doesn't need to be there. (laughs) Um, And kind of gives Meredith a look. Like, they exchange a little bit of a look. Yeah. As she walks out. Not hostile or anything, but, yeah. It seems like she kind of cares about how Meredith is feeling. Which is kind. It is kind. But also, But she also kind of knows her space. Like, she didn't ask her. She isn't going to. Right, right. She isn't going to try to talk to her or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, someone's beeper is kind of going off in the background. You see, like, Meredith look at her beeper, like, is it mine? It's not. Yeah. Um, and Shane wants to know why they're taking photos. And Izzy's like, well, it's for medical journals and monthly case reports. And Christina adds, in the annual banquet highlight reel. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of gets a look from Meredith and Shane. Oops. And Christina and Izzy pose. For the picture. Oh, my God. And Meredith kind of notices the discomfort yeah. of Shane and Tina. Like, they're kind of sharing a look. Like, they are they look scared. They yeah. look uncomfortable. Um, and then we we find out that it's Christina's pager that's been going off. Oops. And uh, Christina's like, yeah, but I found him. So, and Bailey's like, yang. Like, if you get a page, you got to answer it. We do not ignore pages. And then Meredith tries to step in on Shane's behalf and mm-hmm. says, you know, we'll be finished soon. Right, Dr. Bailey? And she gets it. Mm-hmm. She knows how Shane's feeling. Yeah. Like, Meredith understands. Bailey, though, doesn't quite pick up on that yet. Um, right. She's, like, measuring Shane also kind of posing for the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. She's measuring the belly. And, yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Um, (laughs) So Christina goes to the nurse's station where she was paged. And we see the nurse from earlier. Mm -hmm. um, Who is handing her this pile of so many disgusting cases. Oh, they're so gross. I I didn't write down what they all were. but it was Some of them were like wounds and explosive diarrhea and rectal exams. Yeah, everything that had to do with like butts and vomit and boils and nasty... Yeah, she's... All the gross things that people don't want. <laughs> she's giving all this stuff to Christina, and Christina's like, these aren't my patients. <laughs> the nurse is like, well, you're Bailey's intern, right? Like, So they are so your patients. They're yours, yeah. And Christina doesn't really have anything to say about that much. Yeah, she says, you're kidding me, right? And then uh, Debbie says, I'm not known for my humor. 
<laughs> nice, Debbie. Which I screenshot because that was so good. Excellent. Yeah. I know her name is Debbie because she answers the phone like right after that and says, like, this is Debbie. This is Debbie. Yeah, totally. Like, it's Debbie. Debbie is a boss. Debbie doesn't give any fuck. She doesn't take any shit. She does not, especially from young hotshot interns who <laughs> think they run the hospital. Right, exactly. Um, so then we see Derek, and he's talking to Nicole's parents, explaining that a portion of the intestine is used to enlarge the bladder, and then there's a hole in the belly button. I wrote um, here, why is he doing this? He would have handed this off to someone else who is like a general surgeon uh-huh. who actually does this surgery or a urologist or something. Yeah. Um, why is the why, why is, is the the premier neurosurgeon of Seattle explaining? Yeah. Of different kind of procedure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he explains like you know it's just a small hole you can't even really see it. She could wear a bikini and no one would even know. Right. And her mom's like. Why would she wear a bikini? She, she can't, can't even swim. swim. And she's very uncomfortable with this whole topic of change and... And her daughter becoming a woman. A little baby growing up. Yeah. And um, the dad is like, I think this sounds great. Like, yeah, he thinks it's nice. He wants her to have friends and to be able to go do things and... Not be so self-conscious. And yeah. Then the mom deflects and is like, I think she's supposed to be back from labs and... Derek starts painting this picture of the future about Nicole's independence and mm-hmm. she could go live on her own. And um, yeah, the dad tells her she can spend more than 20 minutes away from us, Elaine. And the mom still is like, those labs are taking a long time. Like, yeah. she doesn't want to hear yeah. it. She's not interested. He, he tells her that she's not a child and she says she'll always be my child, which it's true, but. Also, you can't always treat him like a child, though. right? You know, yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah. a mom. I was going to defer to you on that one, but also, you don't have grown children yet, so I don't. We'll see how I feel. <laughs> Will I be in a lane? We, but we I shall see. That's you know, it feels like love to protect them, but it's also not loving to like keep them in yeah, a box, yeah, hold them like, back. Yeah, that yeah. can cause issues, as we've seen with <laughs> serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not that Nicole would ever become no, a serial no, killer. No, 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 but just you gotta let but your you kids don't know. live. You don't know. You don't. We'll never know. Even know. Let's not find <laughs> out. Um. So then George is wheeling um Kimberly mm-hmm. to her surgery, and Alan is. Or are they going to surgery? It's like they're going to labs or something. Okay. He's wheeling her, or maybe they were coming back from labs. I don't think she's going to the surgery because they just go into like a room. Okay. And um, Alan is walking alongside them and... Maybe, like, to prep for surgery or something. And he, he kind of, like, stumbles a little bit. And she's like, watch your step. You're kicking the chair. And, and you're knocking into me. Hold and on to my bag. Don't rummage through it. Yeah. And uh, Alan explains to George that please and thank you were never her strong suit. Yeah, he kind of has, like, this sheepish smile on his face. Um And, and George, George says, calls him patient. He yeah. says, you're very patient. Uh, and oops, her bag strap breaks. Oops. And Alan doesn't seem that concerned with it, but George is like, oh no. Like, like here, let me She's going to yell at you here. Right, yeah, George She never to has to know it. about this. And um, Alan explains all the surgeries 10 years later. It's a miracle she's still alive. That's what everyone says. Yeah. And, and George says, oh, what do you say? Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was very intuitive of George. Yes. Um, Alan still seems okay, though. He's like, well, the, it's right there in the vows, isn't it? Sickness and health. Yeah. Like, he's 
very committed, very loyal. Yeah, what you think about, like, God, if you had, you know... Why are you crying? Why are you crying, baby? Hey, come here. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, it's right there in the vows, sickness and health. Like, he seems okay. Like, yeah, he doesn't seem bothered about it. At least not as bothered as George is about it. Yeah. Uh, Then we have lunchtime in the courtyard and George is sitting down and he kind (laughs) of aggressively, like, is stabbing his salad. Yeah. Um, Like, you got a pregnant guy. He's Uh, You didn't didn't tell me. Yeah. yeah, Christine and Izzy are busy um, talking about how they're selling tickets to the surgery for uh, 50 bucks a pop. <laughs> and Meredith is like, you don't even know what's wrong with him and you're selling tickets. Yeah. And then Meredith is appalled. Like she yeah, is not, like she does not approve of this. They offer Meredith an in on all the cash, which yeah. she declines. And George is mad because he ruined his chance to be Burke's guy. <laughs> Because yeah, he's, Burke he's didn't mad know at Christina that, that, he knew. that Burke didn't know that he knew. Yeah. And Christina shushes him. He's like, stop talking yeah, about Yeah, kind of looks like, around like, don't talk about it. Yeah. Because nobody else knows. But George is just bummed all around. <laughs> yeah. Which is very he, George. He feels a little left out. Um, And then they all kind of look up because Alex is pushing Nicole up to the table. And Izzy says, <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> and Nicole says, hi, I'm Alex's charity case. <laughs> Christina really likes that. Yeah. She's like, appreciate She's like, I like her already. Yeah. yeah. And then George wants information. Are you volunteering? <laughs> and Alex says, don't ask. Which <laughs> Izzy gets so mad about and is like, we can't yeah. read your mind. Like, can't know what's going on in your tiny, tiny, tiny little brain. Yeah, it's like not so happy. mad at him. And uh, then Christina gets another page, and she's bummed because she's just hungry and she she's wants hungry. <laughs> and, and Nicole wants to talk about the authenticity of lunchtime. Oh, she's very excited about this. It's yeah. like a real lunchtime with trays and friends. Yeah, and friends. And Izzy's like, we're not his friends. <laughs> we are not Alex's friends. And then... Because she was homeschooled, yeah, is what we so find she out. She that. didn't have that experience. And she wants to know, are you the cool kids? Uh, Meredith is like, why would you ask that? Or why would you think that? Um, and she looks around and is kind of like, well, it seems like everyone is talking about you. Yeah. And Meredith looks around and everyone is everybody talking about her is specifically like whispering and looking at and her. Yeah. Not fun for Meredith. <sighs> nope. Her baby. Um, so then we are um, doing an imaging scan of Shane, the imaging tech um, says they bet on who got to scan him. Yeah, her and the guys were taking bets on who was going to scan Shane, and she won, and so drinks are on her. Yeah, <laughs> which I don't know why you would get to scan him and get money. Like I don't know. Maybe she just bet on herself. Or she's like, I, I got this great thing. I want to share the love. Like, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and I guess they were also taking bets on what the mass was going to be. Yep. That was kind of the thing. Um, they know it's not fat, fluid, or fetus. Yes. That is what Izzy says. And then they kind of look a little closer. Meredith is annoyed by all of this yes. talk, by the way. She does, she does not, not like the, the, the bedding. bedding talk. Yeah. Um, and they kind of, they get the scan up and they look a little closer and the, is it the imaging tech or Meredith that says. Meredith is like, are those teeth? Yeah. Yeah. Are those teeth? 
And then Izzy says Christina's going to be so mad that she missed this. Yeah, because they are excited about what they see in there. Yeah, there's teeth. Teratoma. Um, Teratoma. So it turns out Nurse Tyler paged Christina because he was supposed to if something like this came <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, he looks smug. <laughs> he says that he was told to page Christina and only her Oops. if a case like this came up. He hands her a chart. And you hear puking Ooh, in the background. A big old vomit noise. Oh, and Christina's like, oh, I hate vomit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, well, you need this. And he hands her a bunch of stuff, like a mask and gloves and we stuff. We hear something about under Bailey's order. Like. um, Well, no, he, she, he says that she must have made a serious faux pas. And she asked, like, what, who told you to do this? Was it Bailey? She guesses that it was Bailey. She guesses Bailey. Okay. And then Bailey walks by and she kind of makes eye contact with her and Bailey just kind of makes a look like, ugh. Like gives her a once over kind of a, it's, but it seems like Bailey's the one that made that call maybe. It's really maybe not clear. Maybe or Bailey knows what's going on. Yeah. Um, but Christina definitely thinks <laughs> that it was Bailey because she shortly after that walks up to Burke who is standing by the OR board um, and says, Bailey knows. Bailey knows. She thinks that Bailey knows about her and Burke and that she's getting punished and she wants to, you know, we got to we gotta manage the damage ourselves. Yeah, who told? And, yeah, he says that we need to manage the damage ourselves. Manage the damage. <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks the best way to do that is to tell the chief right away. And then the chief walks up behind him. Well, and... Before he walks up, Christina's like, no. Like she no, we're she not does doing not that. want to do yeah. that at all. Yeah. She thinks that's a terrible idea. Um, we're definitely not telling the chief. And yeah, chief walks up. Chief walks up. <laughs> He's like, hello, good morning. And uh, she says, thank you, Dr. Burke, and leaves. And then Burke leaves right away. Yeah. And the chief's just left standing there like, huh? <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah. Um, And... George is in Kimberly's room. He's trying to take her blood pressure. Uh, and she's telling Alan that she wants, like, make sure they remove the breathing tube right away this time. Yeah. Yeah, not, and not wait, I guess. I, I guess. And, um. And she snaps at George. Yeah, Kimberly's ordering Alan all around. And then, um, you know, it's like, oh, like, you're cutting my arm off. He's doing the, like, blood pressure cuff. Yeah. And then Alan is like, oh, he's just doing, he's just his, doing job. his job. Very softly. And she's like, what did you say? Yeah, she wants Alan to step in and do something. But I'm like, what would be helpful? Like, Yeah, she wants him to intervene because this intern is squeezing her arm off. Like, what are you going to do about it? But, like, what would be her ideal situation? Like, did like, he yell at George? Because she likes doing I feel like if he would have done that, she would have gotten mad at him. You right, know? Right. It wouldn't have made any... It wouldn't no. have been better. There's nothing that's going to make her happy yeah. in this situation. Um, and also, those blood pressure cuffs really do feel like they're squeezing your arm off. Like, I get that. But they you do. don't have to. That's and how it goes. Someone who has had that many surgeries, has been in the hospital that often, would know that. Right. They have to, like... Basically, stop the blood flowing to the end of your arm. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. And um, so um, then Alan takes a very deep breath. Oh, and he goes off on her. He says, shut up, Kim. He, he starts to get louder and louder as he's Ooh. starting to yell at Just her. shut up. Like, you never stop talking. He's and letting all of his frustrations 
that have built built up um just come flowing out and her heart rate monitor is beeping more and more yeah george is trying to calm them down like trying to be the peacemaker he's trying to alan intervene. has a really great voice i noted yeah. also like he has a very good like accent kind of like this gravelly yeah his like the tone of his kinda, voice is really nice i don't know new yorky or something yeah like, kind of yeah um i was like oh you must be like a voice actor i bet he does voices yeah I, I would want him to voice something. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah, it's like old man, sophisticated, yeah, but like be tired like a, a little. Could be like a dog or something. Like an <laughs> old hound dog. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's yelling and he won't stop. And her heart rate monitor is going bonkers. And um, yeah. <laughs> then there's a really dramatic commercial break in the middle of it. Yes. And then we come back to... Pretty much the same situation, and Burke yep. is coming in, yep. and he's like, "Oh, she's having a heart attack. Yep, we gotta go." And yep, and Alan is like, "I did this." Like he feels really he feels guilty. real bad because it was. It's so hard. He it's couldn't like, control it at that point. Right, he just it had built up, and he let loose. Yep, unfortunately, she has a heart issue. Yeah, and not the best moment. <laughs> yeah, so um, they need to go like right now. Yeah. Um, so now we are with Bailey, who is showing scans of Shane's teratoma to the chief, and she's um, talking about it. And this is where I was going to talk about. So there is a new show on Netflix that there was a lot of um, controversy about uh, called Insatiable. Did you read it all about that? About how she was like everyone fat was like and fat then... shaming, um, and they really upset about it for fat shaming yeah i watched it all oh um and i don't really agree with all of the controversy um i don't think it was the best show but i felt like it was kind of it's very dramatic and like kind of goofy yeah cheesy sort of soapy okay campy um because basically what I knew from only knowing a little bit about it was, like, she's fat in high school and lame, and then she loses weight, and then she's popular. Like... And that's not what it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's not popular. She just ends up sort of... She ends up doing um, pageants, or she wants to get into pageants. Okay. They don't do a whole lot of pageants on there, even though that's kind of the premise. Huh. Like, she's going to get into it. Maybe they were too it. expensive. But there's just... All kinds of bonkers things going on. Like there is people trying to kill each other and there's like there's someone gets accused of being a pedophile, but it's funny. And and that's kind of like at the beginning, this guy is a pageant coach and then his the girl that he was coaching doesn't win, so then her mother accuses him of being a pedophile and oh. says it's his fault that she didn't win oh. and ruins his life, basically. Well, that's not really a joke. No, and then he's trying to get back to the oh God. coaching, and he's also a lawyer, and he can't get any cases because of this, and then he ends up um, helping the main girl... In her case, because she punched a... Okay, these are spoilers, obviously, but I think a lot of people aren't going to watch it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She punched a homeless guy because he tried to take her candy bar out of her hand when she was fat. 
And so she punched him <laughs> and he punched oh her t- and then he punched her too after yeah. she punched him. And so she had her jaw wired shut and that's why she lost all that weight. Oh. And then so then he sees that she's this beautiful like the coach sees this after he agrees to do this pro bono. Yeah. Because it's the only thing he can do. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, I can put her in pageants and she can be my new oh my God. pageant. Yeah, because he she knows can, how to do pageants. Yeah, yeah. She can put me back on top and um yeah it's just like this crazy bonkers thing and at some point um she thinks she's pregnant and it turns out to be a teratoma oh my which, god which really feeds into this because they say um and they explain it on here but on there they're like oh yeah sometimes with teratomas it you get the false positive, positive. For pregnancy. And then mm-hmm. I saw this and I was like, hey, I just that saw was that. another show. Yeah. Yeah. But on Insatiable, they think that her teratoma is a demon and that she's possessed and they try to do an exorcism at one point, but I'm then like, the exorcist can't come and then they have to try to do it themselves. And oh my God. <laughs> Who wrote this show? I don't know. It doesn't sound good. It's like a very, it's very goofy, campy. It's not... It's not the guy who did Glee, but it's kind of like his shows. Oh, okay. Like, it's right. that yeah, yeah. kind of, like, crazy stuff is happening, whoa, whoa, and it's whoa. funny. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh. It's that kind of thing. It doesn't feel, like, there's fat-shaming moments, but it's, like, people in the show are fat-shaming her, but that's not the point of it. Okay. You know, it's not like the show is doing that. It's like, no, everybody's terrible. They're all terrible human beings, and everybody yeah. is horrible to each other, and... Huh. Um, yeah, and they, there's kind of a point of, like, oh, she's never going to be, she's insatiable, she's never going to be satisfied with any of this, even though she's gotten skinny and she's beautiful now, it's, she's still not happy. Okay. I think is kind of the, oh my god, (laughs) the point there, if there was a moral of the story, but it's mostly just for giggles, I guess. Wow. Like, it's, uh, it's. A guilty pleasure sort of show. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it's for me. I don't, yeah, probably not. It's not really for me either, but, but I you watched, watched it. it. Yeah. yeah. It was fine. It keeps coming up for me yeah. just because it's popular. It's new. And it's yeah. New. Yeah. Huh. It was. It was not what everyone was so mad about. Okay. I think because they saw Debbie Ryan is the main actress in it who was on a bunch of different Disney shows like Sweet Life on okay. Deck okay. and... Um, what else was she in? Uh, the Charlie, or no, not Charlie, not that one. Um, Wizards of Waverly Place. Mm, I mean, she might have been at some That's point. That's the only other one of that era. That no, I'm I know. trying to think. She's it's one where she's a dog na- with the she's blog. a nanny, oh. and there's a bunch of different rich kids. It's one that Adeline watched and loved, and it was not good. <laughs> that that show had a lot of issues. Like that had oh, I like the you yeah, about the little preteen kid who is sexually uh, like harassing harassing everybody, especially his nanny. And it's they're That's like, oh, up. it's so funny because he's a kid, and it's like, no, it's awful, and he keeps doing it the whole way. When it's people fine. say no, you should just keep pushing. Like, yeah, no, that's we. That's not a funny joke. Like. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, she was on that one. She was the nanny. Um, okay. But they're like, oh, Disney. Like, she's, it's supposed to be sweet and wholesome, I guess. Um, and it's not that. 
That's okay. not what this show is. This show is not that. So this was like her breakout. Yeah, it might have been her trying to change her image to something a little more adult. But then people even still though she's didn't a like it. teenager in it, but yeah. <laughs> Well, I think because the, I think the trailer made it seem really, like it was it about, did. like it's just about this, she was fat before and now she's skinny. Right. Ha, that's what the whole show is. And yeah. not even, none of the trailers have really none of it encompassed really t- yeah. what that show is. Huh. I would say it seems like, um, what is the, the Glee guy? What's his name? Ryan something? That director, mm-hmm. the creator. Um, he created American Horror Story. Really? Yeah. Which is also kind of like that, but also horror. Like it's, yeah. it's like, I don't know, like kind of goofy. What's the next craziest thing that could happen? Kind of. Uh, it feels Ryan like that. Ryan Murphy? Ryan Murphy. Yeah. It feels like that, but it's not him. It was like okay. a, it was one of the showrunners is someone who did Dexter Oh, okay, okay. Um, which doesn't really feel the same, but wow. I also haven't seen Dexter in a long time, so I've actually never seen that. But that's another one you probably wouldn't like. <laughs> Isn't it about a guy who kills serial killers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if it's like goofy campy like that, I don't think I would. Like I don't it. think it is goofy campy. Um, I could only handle so it's much. It's a little glee. darker. Yeah. That was like kind of a lot for me. Yeah, I used to be really into Glee, and I would watch it every week. Yeah. And then at a certain point, like, when they went to New York, I think, I just was like, this is, they, sh- they should have ended it Yep, when they graduated. I thought that, too. Yeah. I, I watched <laughs> it would have been the perfect some ending. of that, like, yeah. New York stuff, and then I was like, yeah, I can't, I just don't care. It's not, like, yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Um. So, the elevated level of human chorionic gonadotropin hcg <laughs> is what gives you a positive pregnancy test yes that's what that tests yeah something in the teratoma and they say like it must be malignant or something someone says that at one point yeah they, they don't really probably malignant probably if it's producing it that like level of so whatever they gotta get it out he yep. can't keep it nope and then meredith asks hey shane are you okay you look a little green yeah and um uh, yeah she's saying they need he needs some air, and Izzy tries to explain it a little bit, um, a little bit more. Like, oh, it's really rare in adults, but she seems kind of happy about that. She seems like, <sighs> like Christina, like delighted. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, but now it's growing, and he's like, yeah, I've been listening. Like, I get it. But and then Tina kind of finishes a sentence like, it seems like. No one has been talking to us. Just about you. Yeah, just about you. Meredith finishes that. Yeah. Like, I know how that feels. Yeah, she feels very <sighs> drawn to them, very empathetic. And Yeah, Christina <laughs> rushes in, um, and Izzy turns to her and is like, ew, rectal jelly on your scrub. rectal jelly? Yeah, because Sheena wants to jump right in. She's like, what did I miss? What did I miss? And then yeah, she sort um, of gets dissed. <laughs> but about the rectal jelly... Wouldn't it just be the same lubricant that they use for all the other? I feel like it would be the same for any other thing that they're doing. Like when they do the ultrasound on your belly, they squirt the jelly on you. I think it's probably the same jelly. I wonder if it had like pieces of poop or something. I mean, they show it on her. 
Yeah. I mean, maybe Izzy could see better than us because she was closer. Or but she's just like, trying to be mean. Or... Maybe she just knew the cases that Christina was having. So she <laughs> yeah. was like, ew. Yeah, is maybe it, it is different. I don't know. Maybe it carried, she smelled like poop or something. Maybe. Like, yeah. Maybe it has a different scent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Christina kind of looks down like, oh, I don't know. And then yeah. her pager goes off again. Oh, Christina. And she gets this really good, like, ugh, again. Which she's had in a, a previous episode, which was really hard for me to explain. Like, her really it's good, such like, a good ugh. groan. Yeah. But it's like, ugh. Yeah, I it's great. It's really quiet. Um, <laughs> and Meredith kind of leans into Bailey and is, like, tells her hey. that all this attention is really making them panic. Yeah. And you see Shane and T- Tina's faces, and they yeah. they look scared. They look nervous. Yeah. I think that would be scary to be like, holy shit, not only is something wrong with me, but it's also so rare that there's all these people in it's here. It's crazy. All like, these people are rushing around. Yeah. Lots of people looking at you. Yeah. Um, that sounds scary to me. Yeah. Um, when I gave birth to Ivan, there was about 20 people in the room. Fuck you know, with my legs in the stirrups, Great. all of them across the room, like right in front of me, like looking. Hey, at everybody! Hey, people! Welcome. You get the good to view. The show. <laughs> um, yeah, that's never happened to me. I one time had a thing that they're like, we see one or two kids a year, and I was like, all right, like. Okay, uh, well, I'll, I could get down with that. Like, <laughs> and then so many people afterwards were like, "Well, were you number one or number two of the mm. year?" I'm like, I didn't think to ask. I guess I could have. Like, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Um. So then we have Addison out on a rooftop for lunch. Yeah, she's at some sort of lookout um, with viewfinders, mm-hmm. like a fancy view that. People would go to a touristy spot. She has some food. Yeah, Derek uh, comes out to meet her for lunch. Yeah. Uh, he makes some sort of joke about a lunch with a view or something. And Yeah, she says, oh, it's hardly the Empire State Building. And Derek yeah. is like, oh, you're always complaining. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he, he says that in a very vicious way, too. He's it's, serious. It, it's not, she was kind of joking, like, well, it's not the Empire State Building, but it's got these cute viewfinders. Yeah. Like, she's trying to be like, congenial. Yeah. And he is not taking that. No. He's He's, he's like, oh, you always find something to cl- complain about. And she gets serious. Yeah. And it's, is there anything that you still like about me? Tell me now. Yeah, because I need to know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you think about, like, okay, he picked her, but if he still doesn't feel like she's properly apologized, he's bringing all that anger in still. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, but why do you still want me here? So that you can just be angry at me? Right. Like, and... Yeah. And he says, well, I like that you find cute viewfinders everywhere you live. And she says that I don't live here yet. Right. Um, that's what they were talking about yeah. in therapy, is that she's not going to move unless he stops talking to Meredith. Right. She's looking for a little give right. with the take. Yeah. You know, like yeah. she wants him to give something. And she tells him again that she wants him to stop talking to Meredith. Or she asks if he's stopped talking to Meredith. Yeah. And he just, he's kind of like, I'm not ready. Or what if I'm not ready? And she's like, when? You know, are like, you ever going to be Are you ready? ever going to be ready? Yeah. Yeah. And he says, what if I say no? And then she said, well, then I'm not moving. Right. That's the choice yeah. here. Like and he says, well, I guess we're at an impasse. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> 
Come on, dude. Like, but I get it. Like, yeah. it, because he hasn't worked out that anger, it's hard, you know, yeah. to, for him to want to, like, give anything because mm-hmm. he's still so mad at her. But, like, she's trying. So how about you get in there and deal with the anger and yeah. then you could have a nice relationship maybe. Like. At least try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Burke calls Christina down by the OR board. Yeah, he's kind of looking up at her on the stairs, says that they have not finished their conversation. And she says, yes, we have. Yeah. We decided that we're not telling the chief. And he says, oh, we decided? <laughs> yeah. Oops. Uh, he is talking about how he thinks there's more danger for them, like, professionally, if they yes. don't tell the chief right yes. away, if he hears it from someone else. Which makes a good point. Yeah, and he kind of plays to her fear of ruining her reputation and career. Yeah. Like, hey, I know that's the thing you're afraid of. Yeah, and then he wonders if maybe that's not it. Oops, and like maybe uh, you don't want to admit here. to the relationship. And Christina thinks they can keep it under wraps. So like, okay, so we don't have to go there. But yeah, I thought that was a weird way to phrase it. Like, she's scared to admit to this relationship. Yeah. Like, I, I would have rather been like, commit or like... I, no, I get what he's saying, It's though. like letting other people know yeah. is the problem. Because she's said that they're in a relationship. She's committed to it. Right. But she doesn't want other people to know. She doesn't want the rest of the hospital to know. And I think there's a a scare there because then if it doesn't work out, then everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And then it, it allows people to have their own thoughts about it. Yep. Like, their own judgments, which she doesn't want anybody to no. think or talk about her. She likes having the control of that. Yeah. Um, and then we see Alex pushing Nicole in the tunnels. And he kind of, she asks why, or he asks her why she was not getting the procedure. Yeah. She says, oh, I'm fine the way it is. And fine, fine the way I am. And he lets it go. Yeah, he's like, okay. And just kind of stops pushing her <laughs> and grabs a book to study. And... Um, she's like, oh, what are you doing? And he says that he's studying. And she's like, oh, is that why you were late? Because you were studying? And he then... says, no, but <laughs> it's probably yes. Yeah. I think that's what we figure out yeah. here is that he was studying. Because he failed his exam. Right. He's trying to catch up. He's so trying he to can... catch up. That's kind of, that's why he had the whole issue with his mojo. Not kissing Izzy. He got Not thrown off his it. game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... She asks if that Izzy girl is your girlfriend. And yeah. he says, no. <laughs> Do you want her to be? Yeah. <laughs> and he kind of blows her off. Like, ugh. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, well, I'm, I'm, I could go back upstairs. I'm 18. I could I, go back to my room if I wanted to. I'm not to. a kid. And... I don't need you. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, well, so go. <laughs> then do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's kind of calling her on it. I don't think he really wants her to leave. It's just like. No, but he. He's getting her to change her mind is right. what he's doing. Right. He knows how to get under her skin at this point. And she's like, well, you're, Izzy's right. You're an ass. And he's kind of like, but I'm a cute ass, right? Yeah. Well, I'm not an ass. <laughs> okay, I am. But yeah. <laughs> and she's like, they kind of go back and forth of like, if yeah. I had a chance to kiss someone I liked, I wouldn't hesitate. He's like, if I could lose the urine bag around my ankle, I wouldn't hesitate. Like... But I don't let my mommy do all the talking for me, so he smirks. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's kind of a, like, back and forth, joking around, bullying kind of Yeah. A... She's like, I don't like you. And he says, yeah, you do. And, yeah, they kind of go back and forth on. Yeah. 
nicknames and bad names for each other. Yeah, it's like a again getting into the thing we were talking about with that problematic Disney show of like <laughs> it's so fun to like be mean to people Nagging. you like. Yeah, like yeah, like the negative. Yeah, yeah. What um, if you just were honest about your feelings? Um, but they're kind of just goofing. They are. Yeah. Yeah. So she's not really mad at him. No, 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 no. I just mean like. And he's he's laid the seed of, I don't let my mom do all the talking for me. Dun, dun, dun. Right. Like, and yeah. like, yeah, you can go back to your room if you want. Like, Yeah, if I had the bag of urine, I'd want to get rid of it too. Yeah. Um, so we're in Kimberly's surgery, the observation room. Meredith and Izzy and Christine are there, and so are other people mm-hmm. who are not talking about the surgery. They are talking about Meredith. Oh, um, especially when Derek leans in. Oops. He, um, like, comes in and... Kind of stands awkwardly in the doorway. He's very pointedly looking at Meredith. Yeah. But he tries to make it look like he's watching the surgery. Yeah, it's Very stupid. awkward. Um, and she keeps looking at him, and then he looks away, and then he looks at her, and she looks away. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Lots of meaningful looks. Yeah. Um... Christina's watching the TV in the corner, and is like... Oh, the exposed heart. It's such a beautiful thing. <laughs> and then suddenly there's a code red. And then the fucking chest starts on fire. The heart, like, bursts into flames. <laughs> Kimberly's heart it's just, like... fucking <laughs> insane. There's a big... Like, it's not a big fire, but it's a fire. It's just like, all of a sudden a fire. And um, they're, like... They're, oh, like, rushing to figure everything out. Begin fire protocol. You gotta disconnect the electrical leads. You gotta shut down the oxygen. And George is, like, the heart is on fire. But George but is on it. He, he does. Like, yeah, he yeah. jumps to it. He's already turning off the O2 after when Burke is telling him. Yep, he's like, he's got like it, I got, got it. it. Yep, yeah, yeah, he's on it. So um, he's he's Burke's man. They kind of got each other. Like the stuff they dress the wound in is like a blue like paper that they put down. Like yeah. and and there's oxygen and electricity in there and the yeah. electrodes whatever. But I'm just like, wow, like, it's just. Yeah, there's a big yeah. fire. Um, um, so then we're in the stairwell afterwards. Well, at, at the end oh. of that, Burke is, he's like, oh, we got to we gotta try to repair her heart. We got to try to save her. And he says that we just might have a chance. Okay. Like so there's, there's, a, there's a small chance to yeah. save her, even yeah. though she just burst into flames. Holy shit. Yeah, there are, Christina and Izzy and Meredith are on the stairs just sitting there. <laughs> Meredith just keeps repeating, she was on fire. They are shocked and dazed, and yeah. they've never seen anything like that. That's the craziest thing. And then um, George comes out of surgery, and he goes, she was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, says the same thing. Yeah, he's he's also kind of dazed. Bert kind of blazes by, um, and yeah, Christina's like, oh, oh, uh, that was intense. Are you okay? Like, kind of girlfriendy. He totally blows her off. Yeah, he's like, I'm fine. And he grabs O'Malley, like, O'Malley, come with me. And yeah. <laughs> they don't have the best communication, but also Burke had a thing to do. Like, I get it, but yeah. he was mad. Well, he's, yeah. He's kind of like, well, you want to keep this professional? I'm going to keep it professional. She was only okay with it being kind of girlfriendy in that moment because all of those people already knew. Those yeah. are her friends. Yeah. They already know about it. But I get that. Like, mm-hmm. but I, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Christina's pissed. Her pager goes off again. <laughs> yes. It starts to beep again. Um... So she walks up to the nurse's station and Bailey's there. Yeah, it kind of looks like Bailey's waiting for her. She's not, but it looks like She's it. not, yeah. She's like, oh, I heard that there was a fire in the OR, like asking Christina about it. Yeah. 
because um, Bailey hadn't been there. And Bailey, or Christina just launches into, why are you, <laughs> I'm your best intern. Why are you doing this? I'm being wasted on yeah. these things. Like, why are you wasting me on puke and boils? And Bailey. She goes, I get it. I deserve it. But I earned the surgery. She's talking about the teratoma. I stole the surgery. She just, like, <laughs> wants to be on Shane's surgery so bad. And Bailey looks confused-ish. She's kind of like, uh, what? What are we talking about? Like, yeah, she has no idea. She had no idea. What is going on? And then Christina's like, well, who's been paging me all day? And then we see that Debbie has been sitting there the whole time right behind the computer. Oh, Debbie. (laughs) Debbie's like, a little bit of respect and you could have saved yourself a very long day. Yep. (laughs) And then Bailey goes, pissing off the nurses. Stupid. <laughs> My autocorrect said put pudding. Putting off the, off the nurses. Pudding. Oh. Like not putting, but pudding. Pudding. Pudding, well, pudding off the nurses. Um and then Christina follows Bailey's like, well I can still scrub in, right? Like yeah. that's all she cares about. Yeah. She didn't really learn her lesson. She did not like, learn her lesson. But at least not on Debbie, the surface. Man. Oh, like, I love Debbie. Fuck yeah. She's amazing. She's yeah. the hero of the tale. Yeah, for real. Um Addison and the chief are kind of watching the cleanup, I think, of probably Kimberly's surgery. Yeah, they're in some kind of observation deck. They're in the observation deck. They're watching. Um, She's telling him, like, oh, he wants me to move here, Richard. Like, uh, she's unloading because he's their friend. He's sort of their mutual couple friend. Yeah. Who brought her here. Right. You know? Yeah. So she's unloading to him, and he... Is telling her, well, don't move here for him. Like, don't stay for him. Stay for me. Stay for you. Right, right. Because yeah. in Seattle, she could be front page news. She could be... Right. It's a smaller market. Yeah. Like, she would be the premier neonatal surgeon. Of the area. Of the whole region. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in New York, she'd be small She's fish. Just, yeah. Right, right. Big pond. Yeah. So, um, but he's, he's serious. Like, he yeah. wants to put money into... Her, like, unit. He will and... put money where his mouth is. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of opens up a different possibility for Addison. That yeah. It doesn't have to be Derek not talking to Meredith anymore. She could make her own decision. Yeah. It gives her a little more leverage. Yeah. Gives her something to hold on to. Yeah. Because she's not getting that from Derek. Derek's whim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Derek is looking for Meredith. Imagine that. He finally <laughs> sees that she's alone. She's not with Christina yeah. and Izzy. She's kind of standing at a nurse's station down the hallway. So he begins he walks towards to walk her, towards her. But then a small pillar is standing in front of him. <laughs> small, strong, Bailey-shaped. <laughs> yeah. She goes, turn around, walk away. And he says... From who? <laughs> From my intern. Well, I wasn't. She goes, yeah. Yes, you were. Yeah, you were. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't, why does he even do that? But Yeah, he's like, I just want to find out if she's okay. Because he feels bad. And Well, he is, if he's an INFJ, and if we are following that logic, yes. which sometimes I don't feel it, but, you know, yeah. it's a character, not an actual person. True. So you can. Fair. See where there might be they issues. They didn't write it with that in written mind. Yeah. differently. But if we're going with that, he is highly empathetic. So he knows that he hurt her. He feels that hurt from yeah. you know pulsating towards her, yeah. towards him. And he's just like, I just I need to fix it, or I'm gonna die. And <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, Bailey says, you know, you don't have the right anymore, and 
you know, Derek's like, I just want to know if she's okay, but not your fucking job. Like, no, yeah, she's like, no, she's not. She's a human traffic accident, and everybody's slowing down to look at the wreckage. Right. No, she's not okay, but like, you can't help her now. Like, you'll only make it worse. Walk away, leave her to mend, and she goes, go on. Like, it's yeah. so fucking goddamn it! I love Bailey it's so much. It's such a good moment. Like she's very protective. Yes, in the most like helpful way. Honor, you know, she's honoring like Meredith's brokenness, you know, and like Meredith's friends did what they could, which was be the physical barrier, mm-hmm. and then Bailey's able to confront Shepard as she's done before with him. Yeah, and said like she has a special sort of relationship with him where he listens to her, kind of like he, he, he takes can't it on, charm yeah. his way out of her. Right is the other thing. Yeah, like she's not going to be smirked aside. Like yeah, and I I get that like highly empathetic, and he's the one that did the hurting. So mm-hmm. like. He feels real bad about it. Not your fucking job, but though. Like, yeah. You, he doesn't know you how to... You can't put yeah. the knife in it and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Can I help? No! Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you just stabbed me. Like, You're not helpful. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So he gives kind of a sad little puppy dog look Ugh. and then walks away. I and Meredith didn't see head. any of this. That's right. Um, which is good. <laughs> do you um, need another drink? Yeah. Okay, let's pause. Drinky time. You can't lick everything. That's she's like, watch me licking this little. (laughs) Sometimes when she licks my arm, I'm like, am I salty? Like, why are you doing that? Hey, Jada, can you come here, please? She's just giving love. Yeah. Um. So then we see um, Alex is pushing Nicole, kind of going back to their room. Um. She's like, well. Yeah, I do want the operation, but what if I'm not ready for it? Yeah. And for all of it, she's she's not just talking about the operation. She's right. talking about the implications of that for being on her own, for sex, for love. She's never... Taking care of herself. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's she, all kind of tied together for her. And she's like, I've never even been kissed. Yeah. She's never is, had a boyfriend, never been kissed, like the Drew Barrymore movie. Never Been Kissed is a great movie. It is a very good movie, even though there's some issues with the <laughs> teacher having feelings for his high school student, who there's, turns out to be an adult, but it's still... <laughs> Jada has picked her loudest toy that she never plays with regularly, but she wants to play with now. I was trying to get it. (laughs) (laughs) Katie threw it into a bin where she can't fucking get it. I was trying to get it out the door, but that worked. squeaky ball which like she never plays with and then Katie threw it she tried to throw it out the door and she threw it in the bin (laughs) so that Jada couldn't play with it anymore (laughs) (laughs) anyway anywho she's never been kissed Drew Barrymore um have you ever uh, let me try again have you ever seen riding in cars with boys Mm mm-hmm 
That is one of the saddest fucking it's movies. Very sad. Holy shit. How it's, it sounds like it's so cute and then it's actually really sad. Just warning. <laughs> Should you ever go to It's depressing. Family video. Yeah. yeah. Family video. Blockbuster. Um Don't waste your blockbuster card on that. Don't do it. <laughs> so, um um yeah, so she's like I've never been kissed and Alex is, tries to comfort her. And <laughs> there are way older losers than you. Yeah. Um, she's embarrassed, you know? She's admitted, like, to these big... What she sees as very big life experiences that mm-hmm. she hasn't participated in yet, even though she's 18. Yeah. And, um... She... And they've been moving so far, and she kind of stops the wheelchair right then, because mm-hmm. she gets an idea, and she turns and asks Alex, would you kiss me? Yeah. Um, she's like, I know it's against the rules. I would never tell anybody. Like, yeah, she just, she wants to get her first kiss. Yeah. And he leans down like he might. Yeah. He, well, he looks around and then leans yeah. in like he might. And she closes her eyes and gets ready. Yeah. And then he tells her that for a kiss to be really good, you want it to be with someone that you can't get out of your head. You want it to mean something. Yeah. You can't cheat your first kiss. The first kiss is everything, he Aww. says, which is kind of like, oh, is he talking about his first kiss with Izzy? Is he talking about his, is it Elizabeth's girlfriend? Oh, It's cute. And then, so he doesn't kiss her. No. She does not seem mad. She seems to get it. Like, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. That, you're right. Yeah. Like, which is something that it's, you know, it's hard to learn sitting on that side of a first experience. Like, I think with virginity and like having a first boyfriend and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff it's like ah oh, i'll just like get it over with and then only from the other side can you be like man i wish i would have done that differently yeah so it's like just for somebody to give you that knowledge it's also like yeah you can't you can only do it one way mm-hmm. so like you can't ever know both sides of the coin but um yeah he's looking out for her so yeah very nice alex moment um burke is telling alan uh, Kimberly's husband. Him and George are sitting down in the like uh, waiting lobby waiting room. Lo- yeah, waiting area. Yeah. Um, have it's- sat him down and are telling him about the fire. Um, and he's, I mean, he's obviously <laughs> he's uh, goes- distressed and kind of rubbing his face. And at first, it seems like he's crying. He goes, her he's heart laughing, <laughs> and Brett goes. Caught on fire, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they're going to do a full investigation, but it's not as unusual as it sounds. And then Burke reassures. Not as unusual as it sounds. is a really interesting thing that they don't elaborate on. Yeah. It's like, excuse me, what? <laughs> How often does this happen? And then he says, you know, your wife is going to be fine. She will make a full recovery. And then, yeah, it kind of seems like Alan is crying behind his hands. Yeah, but he starts laughing and it just gets louder. Like, he's... Hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the kind, it's like he's a little bit lost his mind. And Burke is like trying to hide his face to keep from laughing. Yeah, he's trying to stay very um, poised. And George just looks very concerned. (laughs) They both look really surprised. Like, and then Alan is like, (laughs) she's like some uh, mythical monster. (laughs) She's never going to (laughs) die. And they they're like, you want to wait for her here, no, or he's like an emotional time. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 
then he gives her little suitcase to George. Like, wait, he's not going to wait any longer. <laughs> he shoves the case into George's hands. Here, uh, tell her. She'll uh, survive without me. Yeah. And, and he's then, just laughing. Oh, my God. Cracking up as he leaves. Goes to the elevators. He's still laughing. People are kind of staring at him. It's yeah. a very weird exit. But the second I saw him, I was like, oh, that's the guy who screams and loses his shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's, you know, he's been keeping his emotions inside for so long, and now he just can't help but release them, I guess. In my head, <laughs> he goes and, like smokes so much weed and just like <laughs> giggles around all day like because he she would never let him smoke the weed no not the ganj um, <laughs> but he really know, never let me do these things just like chills but then he also still has an anger problem but since she's gone it doesn't since she's her. gone i don't think it will be a problem mm-hmm. yeah um so shane's room is very crowded. Uh, Christina is off to the side. She's like selling spots to. She's counting money. Yeah, she's, she's the getting psych intern in. is in there. Um, Shane like yells at, snaps at someone to get off of him because someone else is like oh. trying to examine him and look at him. Meredith comes in and sees all this craziness, and she's just, she's mad. She screams, what is going on in here? Everybody out. She starts yeah. kicking people out. He is a patient who is sick and embarrassed and sick of being stared at. This is yeah. not a zoo. If you want to stare and talk about me, like, that's fine. Yeah, point at me. Laugh at me. Like, yeah, not him. And Look she... at Meredith. She's sad and pathetic and heartbroken. And maybe she's going mental. Well, maybe I have. And she's just like. <laughs> she points at Izzy and Christina specifically. And is like, this isn't a zoo. Like, you should be ashamed. Yeah. She's hurting everybody out. Yeah. And then as she gets everyone out and she kind of walks out, she sees Derek is off to the side there doing looking. Doing his fucking sad puppy He eyes. obviously heard all the things that she was just yelling yeah. about herself. Right. You know? Right. And he's kind of like, oh, you oh, poor Lily. thing. I'm so sorry. And, <laughs> and she's like, oh, what are you looking at? Kind of more to herself than to him, but kind of like. She's gotten her power now. It's like, good. Yeah. She, and what are you looking at? She's yeah. He's got <laughs> the puppy dog eyes, and she has the like icy stare. Like yeah, because this so whole time good. she's been kind of dazed and quiet, and she hasn't quite been all there. Yeah. She's just been seeing all these people talk about her, and she finally let loose, just like yep. Alan. You yep. know. Yeah. She finally found her voice and yeah. was able to express herself. Also, her kicking out people, a ton of people with money, made me think of Jesus. Oh, when he kicks people out. Meredith is Jesus, and this is all just a giant metaphor. metaphor. <laughs> There's a time Grey's where... Grey's Anatomy is a metaphor it's for the Bible. It's actually like a super religious show. <laughs> <laughs> um, if if you, you really think about it. Like, he, like, made a whip. He, like, made it, and then he, like, whipped people out of there, which is... Like, kind of what she did with her words. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just something about, like, money changing hands. And, I don't know. So God is a woman. Um, well, that's true. No, <laughs> even though we're joking, that part's true. Like, um, yeah. So Welcome it's to nice. the religious podcast with two super experts of... <laughs> Oh my god, we could have Michael on the pod. He'd be like, you guys are going straight to hell. Um, 
anyway, she she defends Shane. She stands up for herself. It's a really nice moment. Um, it's great. Yeah, it's her. <laughs> she's getting her power. Yes. Um. So we're back to the waiting room where George and Burke are still just sitting there, They're just sitting there They're silently, just dumbfounded. Um, and George finally breaks the silence and turns to Burke and is like, so do you tell his wife or do I? And then Burke starts laughing. Oh, yeah. He starts cracking up and George laughs too. Yeah. And, and he kind of, of joins in a little bit. With the, <laughs> yeah. And Burke thanks him for being in the surgery and being on top of it. And Yeah, he did well. And George is like, well, thank you. And then he decides to take that time God, to apologize. For before, you know, oh. when he was talking about Christina and him and their relationship. And, of course, <laughs> immediately he, Burke's face is, like, oh. Drops. He, well, he puts his hand on Burke's shoulder. Burke kind of, like, pulls his shoulder away. Yeah. And Burke just bails. And I'm like, oh, God, George, Yeah, you talking. ruined it again. But then we hear Burke kind of call over, you're still my guy, O'Malley. Yeah, which is <laughs> like, nice. Okay, he they're fine. Yeah. He's fine. Don't talk about that, George. Right. Obviously, just, that's not the place. But he thought he could, like, loop back around to the thing. Like, and then, oh, we're being friends now. Whoops. You thank me. I apologize to you. We're cool. Burke is like, no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> um, so Shane is rolling into surgery. Yes. Uh, Tina can only go as far as the elevators. Yeah. So she's saying goodbye to him. And as he's rolling in, he asks Meredith not to let anyone show it off. Like yeah. the teratoma, he yeah. doesn't want that to be jar. paraded around. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, Meredith is going to kind of be the <coughs> the point person for Kimberly. I'm going to come tell her when the surgery's over. You know I mean, all that Tina, stuff. Not Kimberly. Oh yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Kimberly just had her heart explode into flames. Oops. She doesn't need Meredith. At no, the she's good. Um, yeah, Meredith is going to make sure nobody mm-hmm. pokes and prods and stares at it and. The teratoma. He knows he can trust her. Yeah. Because she protected them. We have a little voiceover piece of, at the end of the day, there are some things you can't help but talk about. Yeah. Everyone is crowded around in the observation deck. They're all mm-hmm. looking at the teratoma being removed. There, Some people have their very fancy flip phone, camera phones. Oh my out. God, so sophisticated. Uh, taking some videos or pictures. <laughs> uh um, there's people with, like, hands over their mouths, like, a oh, gasp. Oh, we're a gasp. Big gasp. Where's my fate to go? <laughs> um, Meredith gets handed the teratoma to it's dispose like of. lumps. They yeah. show it. Like, it's... It's lots of lumps. It's huge. It's I mean, it's big. As, it's bigger than a baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's bigger than a newborn, for yeah, sure. for sure. Um, and Bailey's kind of like, you really sure you want to be the person to dispose of this, Meredith? Like, why are you volunteering for this? It's kind of gross. And yeah. Grace's like, yeah, I, I made a promise. Yep, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And um, Christina is wildly approaching Burke on the walkway. Yes. That kind of overlooks. He's kind of, he's walking towards the chief's office and she's coming the opposite way. <laughs> yeah. Um, And she's, yeah, she's kind of rushing at him like, oh, I am worried about my career and reputation. And he kind of walks past her. He she's just, trying like, to, she's trying her. to talk. And so she kind of stops and like leans on the thing like, and he stops also and comes back comes and back. circles back. Um, she says she's worried people will think she hasn't earned what she has. Yeah, she doesn't want to be Meredith is kind of her big yeah. takeaway. She yeah. doesn't want to be the one who's talked about. Yep. She's seen all this, what's going on she with She does Meredith. not want that to be her. She doesn't want to be that. And he, 
she doesn't want to tell the chief. Yeah. And he kind of... He thinks it's not really about that. Like... Yeah. Well, and also we've heard her talk before about, like, oh, Meredith had, like, a famous mother who was a famous surgeon. Like, she just got into this program, whatever. Christina doesn't think that something like that she would be able to bounce back from. Right. If people thought that Christina didn't earn her spot, she can't... feels like she can't recover from that ego Mm -hmm. slap. Um, and, and she's worried yeah. that, like, sleeping with an attending, people will be like, oh, that's why. Yep. Yeah. Which is hard because it, in reality, you can't control people's reactions to you. Mm-hmm. But she feels like she can by not telling she's anybody. She's trying. Yeah. <laughs> she is trying. Yeah. And he doesn't listen to her and nope. walks straight past. And yep. he goes into the chief's office. Yes. Um, we have Nicole who's coming into, it looks like a conference room. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like her family must have been in some sort of like pre-surgery conference. Signing paper kind of room. Yeah. yeah. So she comes in and she tells her parents she is getting the operation and immediately they start talking to each other about it. Oh, so <laughs> her, frustrating. Her mom's like, oh no, she doesn't understand the implications and yeah. she's... She's scared. Her mom is scared. Mom is scared. Her dad's like, no, but she, like, he's still, he's kind of on her side. Like, he's on the other side of it. Yeah. And she's like, guys. Like, hey. Have you ever noticed? You always talk to each other. Yeah. And not to me. Like, you never ask me. And she's like, it's not totally your fault. Like, I. Yeah. I let you do this. I thought it was easier um, but she said she's not going to do it anymore. She's ready to handle things for herself. She's mm-hmm. not going to cheat anymore is what she said. Yeah. Kind of like how Alex was like, you can't cheat your first kiss. Right. You can't just do it. Right. Like you, you gotta, gotta make a choice. Choose it. Yeah. Yep. And it's, so the parents talking to each other, the dad being more supportive of the child's choices than the mom makes me think of that girl who got the bad surgery in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. The, the mom's Her mom name was horrible. was Tina, I think. It was. Yeah. And then also with yeah. um, Kimberly's husband, Alan, telling her to shut up. Yeah. Shut is, up, Tina. Is yeah. also that dad said shut up. So it's like that's th- all three cases in this one are kind of tied to that one. Interesting. Like, They're just recycling names at this point. Shane's wife, the shut and, up, the dad being yeah. supportive. Storylines. Yeah. <laughs> Characters. I, but I like that it's not always a mom who... Is supportive, like, yeah, and it's and her mom isn't. It's not the same, like. Oh no, totally. Tina, the mom, was just shit. She was not a good person. <laughs> yeah, no, she, she wasn't was a, a good bad mother. person. Yeah. This mom is just this mom overbearingly. Yeah, caring. she's yeah. very scared. She's dealt with a sick child all her life, right? And so she's extra protective of her, and she just doesn't want to let go yet, right? But at some point, the child will do that. Yeah. She is ready to take care of things for herself. Yep. She feels ready. Yeah. Um, so then um, there's a voiceover saying, like, some things are more about what you say. They're they're more than what you say. They're what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see the um, chief's office. Yep. Burke is in the chief's Burke office. Burke has just told the chief that he... And Christina are a thing, presumably. And he's telling him, like, I don't want special treatment. I'll take Um, whatever you threw at Shepard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because he sees himself in a very similar situation as Derek. Yes. However, the chief does not see it the same. Mm -hmm. He tells him, like, I'm not going to give you special treatment. But I really appreciate you telling me. And it's not like you're married or you're hiding it. 
you, like, you clearly to me. value your relationship. Yep. And yeah. You feel, yeah. Which is interesting. Very different than the chief waking up from surgery, seeing one of his attendings caressing an intern. Yes. Very, very different. It is a very different situation. And Christina's kind of watching part of it from the window. It's like, it does matter. Like, the way that he went about (sighs) it matters. And Burke knew that that was the better option. And he was willing to face whatever was going to get thrown at him. Which is good. Yeah. I do wish that he and Christina would have talked about it a little bit more so that she would have been that maybe been on nice. board. Yeah. Um, but I think he knew he wasn't going to get her on board. Yeah. And he was like, okay, for my own skin, I have to do this yeah. like this. Yeah. Like, yeah. And Christina's kind of watching and they turn and look at her and then she <laughs> turns away and walks away and just looks worried. Yeah. Because she, she didn't hear what they were right, saying. Right. She doesn't know how it went. Like, yeah. Um, so then we're in the marriage counselor's office again. Mm-hmm. Addison says she's moving to Seattle. Yeah, she's moving to Seattle. And Derek says Meredith won't be a problem. They seem a lot lighter. So or s- somewhat like they seem, I guess, would be the meaning. Yeah, she says one line, I'm moving to Seattle. And then Derek says three things about Meredith. Won't be an issue anymore. She's out of my life. It's taken care of. Which, like, to me, that over-explaining is, like, a pretty good indicator that it's not true. Yeah. And then also the counselor's like, wow, like, you guys have made big progress. Like, Remarkable progress. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And Addison is like, yeah, it's just a, it's a compromise. And she kind of leans her, yeah. her hand in between the two chairs. Yep. Like, she wants Derek to take it. Like, we are yep. in this together. Yep. And Derek... Ignores it yes. and just is like, yeah, it's give and take, you know. Yes. Um, and Addison is in this really great, like fitted black blazer with the arms kind of pushed up. Like mm-hmm. she looks really good. Nice. It's a good outfit, a like dark either dress or top and skirt underneath that. Mm-hmm. Real good. Um, and like frosty looking nylons, which is yeah. a very mid two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed those too, actually. Of a a look. Um, but the blazer especially is really yeah. great. <laughs> Derek is also wearing a blazer. It is a corduroy blazer, and it is ill fitting. Oh. It's giant. <laughs> um, it is very long, and he's got like a plaid shirt, like a blah plaid shirt underneath yeah. it, and like dad jeans. Yeah. So this compared to his really great sweater from the beginning earlier, yeah, it's like oh. <laughs> and I I remember this moment of her putting her hand out and him looking down and ignoring it, and then she takes her hand back and he kind of puts his hand down. He kind of like he starts to, and it's too late. And then he pretends to, like, put it under his chin. Because then he didn't want to be rejected either. It's just, like, this weird... It was kind of like he knew it was there, and he's like, I don't want to hold her hand. And then he's like, oh, but I should. But that would be the right thing to do. And then he starts to move, and she already pulled it back. And he's like, "Uh, well, But she's not going to jump to it either. Yeah. It's their their body language and their chemistry isn't matching what they're telling the counselor. They're talking like... They have made a lot of progress, and they have not. They have not. They're basically in the same place because yeah. it's just he got told by Bailey. Yeah, she they're got at told an by the chief. Yeah. yeah, they still are at the same place. And I, you know, any kind of like, and she's not moving for him. She's moving for herself, and, which is fine. Which is but great. That's <laughs> not what it sounds like. It's not. Yeah, and it's not what they are telling the therapist. Yeah, which who isn't really asking good questions. No, he's not. From what we've seen, so <laughs> and 
really, if anybody came in, you know, is whatever, your friend, your client, whoever, and it's like, I'm, I have this issue, and then the next week they come back, and they're like, 100% fixed, like, <laughs> you were all better, healed, I cured, yeah, you want to be like, hey, so, <laughs> really, oh, okay, like, oh, interesting, um, so then we have George and Izzy and Christina at Joe's bar. Uh, Izzy is counting all the money they made on the disgusting bar. <laughs> it's really like, gross. It's like littered with covered in peanut, peanut shells. shells and nastiness. Like it looks like a real Divey. bar. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's not wearing a pink sweater. For <laughs> once in her goddamn life. She's wearing like an olivey turtleneck sweater. It's not great. Um, Joe seems very surprised that Meredith yelled at them. She yelled at you? And, yeah. Yeah. And Izzy's then, drinking white wine, by the way. Yes. <laughs> that was classy. Yeah. Um, oh, Izzy, I feel ya. And then Meredith sits down and she greets Joe. Yep. Um, and they are all kind of... <laughs> just like staring at her. Like, yeah. And then she kind of realizes she is the only thing to talk about. Yeah. So they they sold $485 worth of tickets, oh, um, is what Izzy says. And Christina's kind of like, yeah, you sold more? Yeah. And she pulls out another wad of cash and says, yeah. But also, if they were $50 tickets, that doesn't add up. No. And she probably got a few more people in, yeah. you know, yeah. under the radar. Yeah. And if they, maybe if they were lesser seats, they were less expensive or something. Yeah. I just thought that was a funny number to pick. Like, why didn't they, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. And maybe that was the original thing, and then they were like, oh, we could bump it up a little bit right. more. yeah. <laughs> how much you got. Yeah. Um, and Alex busts in a little wide-eyed. He comes into the bar. Yeah. He just bursts in. Man like, on a he's, mission. He's got a mission. Yep. He walks right up to Izzy and she like looks at him like, why are you staring she at goes, me? She goes, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. Yeah. He's just kind of looking at her like he's working up to it. Yeah. And then he does this really great. Yes. Like he dips her back in a very dramatic like old movie. From her bar stool. Old Hollywood type yeah. of way. And just dramatically like kisses her. And it's yeah. not... A gross kiss? It is not gross. It's not. It's, it's a really nice. Love, te- like tender, kind of romantic. And it's not like a Korean drama kiss either, which is really funny. Like, like just a. Like they just kind of, they stand there forever, but it's just like lips. And just going very, yeah, like very, not even that. Like no. they don't. They don't even really pucker. They just kind of sit there. Just with their lips together. Yeah, it's very demure. Oh my God. <laughs> That's, so that's how like Korean find drama a middle kisses. between that and like tongues on each other's throats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's- or like making nasty noises. Yeah, no, no nasty kiss noises. Yeah. Um. No, it was really lovely. It's a great. Kiss. And he just kind of put sets her back up and says good night and walks out. It was great. And Christina goes, "Wow." Yeah. And he goes. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> Lovely little bookend to that. And also, had she been more drunk, she easily would have fallen off that stool. Also, like, yeah, it was early in the evening. You think about, like, if it's a round <laughs> stool, like, keeping your legs together to not, like, have them, like, wah, and, like, yeah. fall back. Like, she did great. Or he was really supporting her. Maybe he's just really, I mean, he was a wrestler, so he's, like, yes, he's and. strong, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And Joe says that he, like, you get a double. Oh, does he? I <laughs> yeah. missed that part. That's it's really cute. kind of in the background as they fade out, you know? 
<laughs> like, oh. <laughs> Joe's like, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Um, well, that is episode seven. Yeah. Yeah. Where Alex got his mojo back. And not, not, I don't know. Is mojo a Spanish word, maybe? Maybe it means. Probably. I don't know. I wonder what it means, what it actually means. Well, Meredith finds her voice. Yes, she found her voice. Uh, Okay, you look up Mojo. I'm going to look up what the bag is called. She found her power bag. Oh, the pee bag. Mojo, a magic charm, talisman, or spell. Oh. Uh, Or magic power. Hmm. Ostomy. Pouch. (laughs) Catheter bag. Ostomy? Ostomy? Eurostomy? Eurostomy. Sure. Yeah, catheter bag is what it sounds like. Mojo is African in origin. Wonderful. Because it's like related to voodoo, hoodoo. Got you. Something. <laughs> what are the things we need to tell people? Um, you can email us at shadesofgrayspod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Grays with an E. Yes, uh, and you can find us on Instagram at Shades of Grey's Pod, and we will hopefully post something soon. We'll get there, y'all. Yeah. Thanks for being. You know, sometimes Thanks life for bearing with us, comes up, yeah. and it was an intense week um, as far as like being a human and like being a married human. Yeah, and just like figuring that shit out. So. You know, we feel ya. Yeah, thank you. I mean, the listeners. I appreciate that. It was just a (laughs) lot. So we're on the other side of it now. Life life goes on and there's help to be had and all that stuff. Yeah, you're kind of upswing of like, okay, getting back into the swing of... Exactly. Getting things done. (laughs) Yeah, and and things I like to do too, Mm -hmm. but just, yeah, getting them done is a thing. Mm -hmm. And um, having the energy for that. Yeah, for real. Um, so yeah, hopefully we'll be here soon with episode eight. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in the meantime, enjoy your grays. Google mm-hmm. a stoma. Yeah. Find your mojo. Find your mojo and your voice. And your... Your power. Pregnant with a teratoma. Find your teratoma. <laughs> Um, if you have one, you should find it. And yeah, it find removed. it. It's okay. Also, sometimes they're benign, so. Yeah, and also, it's very rare in adults. Very rare. Which we glossed over, but they make a big deal out of it. Also, it's I'm very pretty rare. sure Dwight had one on The Office. Did he? Yeah. Like, a, like the fetal twin thing? Yeah. I feel like they say it's very rare, but we hear about them all the time. I mean, on it's, TV. A very, it's a very common TV thing. Mm-hmm. What a weird paradox it is. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.